At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi everyone, it's Nicole. Here's where we are in the story. The Israelites were wandering through the wilderness because they were afraid to go into the land God promised them. God guided them and provided food for them every day, but the people were often unsatisfied with that food, wanting food they remembered having when they were in Egypt. Most recently, we saw some people unsatisfied with their jobs, so they rebelled against Moses, which led to them dying tragically. Sometime later, the people were traveling along the road and grew impatient. They began speaking against Moses and God, which is different than previous stories, because this time they are directly speaking against God. They had never directly rebelled against God in this way. Their rebellion had always been directed towards Moses. The Lord sent poisonous snakes into the Israelites' camp in response to their rebellion. The people started panicking as they saw others in the camp get bitten and die. But they also realized their sin. So they came to Moses, confessed their sin, and begged Moses to pray for them, asking God to take away the snakes. Moses prayed for the people, but God didn't take away the snakes like they asked. God provided a way for the people to be saved while the snakes were still among them. He told Moses to make a sculpture of a poisonous snake, attach it to a pole, and raise it up where people could see it. Then God said that anyone who was bitten would be healed just by looking at it. Moses did just what God said, and everyone that looked at the bronze snake was healed. This is a great example of God's perfect justice, along with God's perfect love for His people. The people experienced a very real consequence for their sin, but then God provided a way for the people to be saved from that consequence. To be saved, the people didn't have to do anything but look to what God provided for them and trust that God would heal them like He said He would. Can you think of any other story in the Bible where people could be saved by trusting in what God provided on a wooden pole? Maybe one shaped like a cross? It's the story of Jesus dying on the cross. Today's story points us to Jesus' ultimate sacrifice for all sin on the cross. But we have a long ways to go before we get to Jesus. So back to this story. The Israelites continued wandering in the wilderness, and there were a lot of them. That meant some of the people living in the lands nearby felt threatened by the Israelites. The king of Moab felt so threatened by the Israelites, he tried to figure out a way to beat them before they ever attacked him. It was common where they lived to have a diviner someone that trained in interpreting the stars, dreams, and other things in nature, come and proclaim a curse on their enemies. So that is what this king did. He sent messengers with an offer to pay a diviner named Balaam lots of money if he would curse the Israelites for him. But God spoke to Balaam in a dream, telling him not to go with those messengers and not to curse the Israelites. So Balaam got up the next morning and told the messengers to leave. The king was disappointed by Balaam's response, so he sent messengers again, increasing his offer. Tempted by this offer, 
Balaam told them to let him consider it through the night to see if the Lord had anything else to say to him. This time, the Lord told him to go with the messengers, but to do only what the Lord told him to do. God was not pleased with Balaam because he knew Balaam's desire for money, but God sent Balaam with the Moabites so he could reveal his power to Balaam and ultimately work through Balaam to bless the Israelites. So Balaam got on his donkey the next morning and went with the messengers. But what Balaam didn't know is that God sent the angel of the Lord to block his way. Balaam was trained in seeing things around him and making interpretations about them. But he was so distracted by the money offered to him, he was completely unaware of the angel of the Lord standing in the road ahead of them. But you know who was? Balaam's donkey. At several points, the donkey refused to move any further because it could see the angel standing there with a sword, ready to kill them if they continued. This made Balaam angry, so Balaam beat the donkey. After this happened a couple of times, God gave Balaam's donkey the ability to speak to him. Why are you hitting me? In that moment, God allowed Balaam to see the angel of the Lord ahead of him on the road. The angel told Balaam that he would have died if his donkey didn't stop him. So Balaam said he would return home if the angel was against his going. But the angel told him to continue with the Moabite messengers and to make sure he only says what God tells him to say. So Balaam went on, and God had him bless the Israelites three times, even though the Moabite king wanted him to curse them. Wow, friends. Wild stories from the wilderness today. Let's review with a few questions. Question 1. How could those bitten by the poisonous snakes be saved? Question 2. How did Balaam eventually realize the angel of the Lord was in front of him? Question 3. How can we be saved from our sin? The Israelites' rebellion in today's story resulted in dangerous consequences, but God provided a way for them to be saved if they looked to and trusted in God's provision. And even though the Israelites continued to rebel, God continued to keep His promises by whatever means necessary, even if it meant working through a talking donkey and a blessing from a foreign diviner. The truth is, God loves us and wants all of us to know Him, so He patiently waits for us to turn to Him. He leaves the choice to turn from our sin and trust Him with our lives up to us. Sometimes, people experience a lot of tough consequences of their sin before they realize God loves them and wants to save them from their sin. Later today, ask your parents what made them choose to turn from their sin and trust the Lord with their lives. And if they haven't done that, ask them why not. Remember friends, today's story is just another small story connected to the one big true story. The story of God and His rescue plan through Jesus. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.